0: Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Ninja on the Loose. My name's George. I'm still trying to get people to call me G-Money. I don't know if that's ever going to grab on. I've been trying for well over a year. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'll just keep using it anyway. One day, you never know, it just might stick. Well, as you know, if you've been watching any, or listening actually, to any of these podcasts, you know that I tried to couple up uh, the uh, weekly episode with something that may have happened in the past week. Uh, I'm just going to take my glasses off here. I'm nearsighted, so I don't need them on right now. Anyway, I uh, try to uh, do an episode related to something that may have happened in uh, my life or around me in the past week, and as uh, it turned out, I got inspired from something that happened yesterday. Yesterday, according to the date that I'm recording this right now, I uh, appeared as a guest speaker and presenter at a uh, literary festival that was held here in town. My uh, afternoon workshop centered on how to get self-published on uh, a uh, well-known online self-publishing website. And uh, I was surprised how well that went over. There were not a lot of people, because this was the first time this event was held, but uh, my wife Brenda was there. She was uh, controlling the PowerPoint presentation that I did, and she had pointed out to me a couple times afterwards that people were really keenly interested in what I was saying and uh, paying attention and asking some good questions. I picked up on that part, but uh, they were also writing down a lot of notes. And I know this may sound goofy, but uh, for some reason I wasn't really expecting that kind of response. But it showed me that the people who were there, although not a huge uh, turnout, the ones who were there were there because they wanted to be and they were really wanting to, you know, gather some information and possibly to help self-publish themselves. So that was pretty valuable for me to see and to experience. That uh, had a lot of fun. It was uh, oh, the afternoon session went uh, overtime, and uh, so that was uh, interesting for me as well because I was worried that it was uh, my that my presentation wasn't going to be long enough. Uh, There was uh, kind of a question and answer period in between. I had two short little presentations and there was a question and answer period in between. And I think that helped to stretch it out. But uh, boy, um, it was great. I really enjoyed it. had a lot of fun. My wife enjoyed it. Uh, The evening session involved uh, readings of three different types of writers. And uh, I should back up. I haven't really explained. Uh, I I was kind of invited as a ghostwriter. And, you know, ghostwriting is a very different type of writing. Uh, The other uh, two people who did readings in the evening uh, were more historic in nature. One was... um, kind of a historic documentation uh, book about uh, a local activity, so historical in in uh, data. And uh, the second presenter had uh, written a memoir, uh, not local, but uh, had a, a memoir, which was a, a very different type of writing as well. And I was grouped in there as a ghostwriter, which, you know, was very different, uh, you know, in a completely different orbit than the other two. And, you know, I sometimes forget how people don't quite understand what ghostwriting is until I find myself in a situation where I have to try to explain it. In the afternoon session, uh, I was quite surprised that uh, there were a couple of people who um, could not understand or were having trouble comprehending the fact that, uh, as a ghostwriter, your name does not appear on the stuff you write. And that seems to be a hurdle for some people. For me... Um, Not such a big deal, simply because, and as I explained to um, the one person who asked the question yesterday, I explained that basically my contract is to write something for somebody, and once I've submitted the written document... My job is done. They pay me. I don't need my name on it. It's because I'm not hired to put my name on uh, the the product. I'm hired to complete the product, and once the contract's done, it doesn't matter to me anymore. I no longer own the um, document, and it's up to the person who has paid for it and bought it, contracted me to provide it. It's up to them to do whatever they want with it. And I guess that's difficult for some writers, you know, especially when I guess writers are programmed to, you know, have their name on stuff. And I think a lot of this comes from my history in the newspaper business where, you know, I had owned a newspaper and, you know, I had my name on, you know, a couple of columns I wrote, but not on anything else because the majority of the content, with the exception of some things that were submitted to me or provided to me by a reporter, uh, the majority of the items that I published I had written. And I just didn't like to see my name all over the paper. It really kind of bothered me. And so the ghostwriting thing, I think, kind of makes some sense to me as to why I have really no problem with that whatsoever. But anyway, the the, the whole uh, event was fun. And uh, like I said, um, I don't really think about how unique it is to be a ghostwriter until I find myself in a situation where I'm explaining what I do and... You know, it's it's cool to be, for a change, telling this to aspiring writers because typically I'm explaining what I do to someone in the grocery line uh, who hasn't seen me for a while, and I'm explaining, yeah, you know, I, I rate web content, and, you know, I, you know, blah, 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 so on and so forth, and partway through the conversation, uh, they tend to glaze over, and I realize, okay, they're either not getting this, or this is a really foreign thing I'm explaining to them, and uh, so it was really cool to actually be able to share that with writers who could kind of you know, conceptualize what was going on and, you know, kind of broaden their horizons that, you know, you could be a freelance writer. It's really not hard to do uh, if you actually know how to write. So that was a lot of fun. And that's, uh, like I said, what kind of inspired uh, this uh, podcast because I'm going to kind of target this towards content writers. And so my title for my top five today is Better Web Content Tips. That's Better Web Content Tips. Uh, number five, don't stuff keywords. This is something I've learned uh, from several clients that I work for. And I have one client, I really don't understand why they want me to do this. But again, I'm a ghostwriter, so my name isn't on it. It doesn't matter. But uh, for a 500 word article, I have one client who wants me to make sure that I have the keyword appear 10 to 12 times in that document. That's a lot. Now, I can phrase things and make it work where I don't think it stands out so much, providing, of course, the readability is there. But that's what happens is you lose readability. If you have too many keywords in your content, it makes it really hard to read. And, you know, people looking at it may not read the entire document. Search engines have a habit of really kind of not liking that. And so they'll, you know, penalize you in certain ways to the point where, you know, your website won't be so high on search pages. And uh, so keyword stuffing is not a good idea. Although it's uh, not uncommon, if you're doing your own web content, stay away from that. My number four tip, And this is another thing I've learned recently, too, is uh, hyperlink your sources. I have a a client who uh, I write uh, blogs, a number of blogs, actually. Excuse me, I'm thinking I write um, 10 to 12 blogs a month for them. And they like me to put several hyperlinks in the blogs. And I'm going to say in the average 500-word blog, I might have five hyperlinks. And these are sources or they're uh, documents that kind of explain something a little further uh, to a point that's been made during, you know, one of the things that is being explained in the content itself. Anyway, uh, it's a a trick that I've really kind of appreciated. I don't do it very much in my own stuff, but if you uh, hyperlink sources, it's a really good thing because what you're doing is you're actually kind of doing a web etiquette thing. You know, it's a courtesy if you are going to reference something, maybe, you know, give a link back to where you got that information. And uh, basically what you're doing is you're sharing and verifying your points. And it also helps your website. And don't be surprised if people start doing that with your site, you know, linking back to you. It's, it's, it's like I said, it's a real courtesy thing, kind of a handshake, sharing the information. My number three tip, avoid using a passive voice. This is kind of difficult for people who write content. Uh, For example, you have to write with action. I think this comes from my newspaper writing skills. Uh, For example, uh, this sentence sounds probably better than the, the second sentence I'm going to give you. Okay, so two examples. Van Halen rocks the stage. Second example, the stage was rocked by Van Halen. Now, it may not make a lot of difference to you, but the first statement has more action. It's not a passive voice. Van Halen rocks the stage, as opposed to, the stage was rocked by Van Halen. I know I'm using different inflections, but the point is, one sounds a little more exciting than the other. And that's actually a really good way to write your content, is to have that powerful voice to it. Uh, My number two tip, uh, keep sentences small. And this is uh, another tip I've picked up from a couple of my clients. I uh, tend to to write long sentences, and I tend to write long paragraphs. And so basically, uh, one client of mine has really made it very clear that uh, three sentences maximum per paragraph, and... I see basically the way this guy lays it out on his websites. It makes perfect sense. It's just little small pieces of information with a subheading. So you get the gist of what's happening and then poof, it's another point that gets made. And so essentially the idea is to keep it simple. Three sentence paragraphs as opposed to six paragraph, uh, six sentence paragraphs it makes it a lot easier to read. If you have a six sentence, uh, sentence paragraph, break it in two, you now have two three sentence paragraphs, right? A little easier to read on, especially on a computer Computer screen. And I think that's a really cool tip. Uh, I'm very happy to pick that up from a, a client of mine. And my last tip for uh, better web content is to make the content have value. For example, are you writing something that could be used as a reference? Are you writing something that teaches somebody something, right? That's the reference part. Are you giving out some information that has some value? You know, you're going to learn something, right? That's the whole idea, is sharing information that's value, not just fluff. And this works in several ways, uh, especially when it comes to search engines, but it also helps if people are checking out your website and they learn stuff from your website, then all of a sudden you eventually become a little more of an authoritative website, uh, boost your rankings, and the world goes to you for information after a while. That's a bit of an exaggeration, but that's essentially what you want to have happen. So if your content has value, then <clears throat> excuse me, you're going to have uh, a lot of positive spin-offs as a result of that, and that's what you want. So there you go. There's my uh, top five tips on how to get uh, better web content and I hope I've helped somewhat. And uh, I'm going to remind you that you can find my webcasts or sorry my uh, podcasts on various sites uh, throughout the world. But uh, if you're tuning in from iTunes, thank you very much. I've been available on iTunes here for about three months now and it's uh, given me exposure I didn't have before, so I appreciate that. And I just want to say thanks for tuning in. Check me out online. I have a website, www.looseink.ninja. I'm going to stick it in the show notes just for the heck of it and give myself a hyperlink. Wouldn't that be cool? All right, Till next week, have a good one. Thanks a lot.